Welcome to this Girl Life podcast. We're your hosts, Whitney Kleiner and Kristen Kavan, best friends who understand the power of friendship, good conversations, and the realness of creating your best life. Each week, you can find us here having real, raw, unfiltered conversations that you want to have with your best friends. It's everything you need to know to master this girl life. Let's get it started. Hi guys, welcome back to This Girl Life podcast. We are so excited to be back. If this is your first time listening, welcome. My name's Kristen and I'm with my co-host and the gorge, Whitney Kleiner. Oh gosh, thank you. (laughs) I'm like blushing and I have my headphones on and we don't need our headphones on right now. We're so excited to be back with you guys. This is our fifth episode. Yeah. It's crazy. Already. Here we go. We just rocked it. Rocking it. Yeah. We're drinking champs. Again. Again. And we're really excited to share with you guys our guest and who is coming today. Yeah, it's it's been – we – I strategically wanted this um, Aaron from Wink and a Twirl to come on today um, because we're talking all things blogging but also about pregnancy and infertility. So a lot of you know if you follow me on Instagram that I, I've opened up about infertility recently and that journey – and Erin has been so open about it, so we wanted to have her on, and Kristen's still in Scottsdale, so we thought, why not? Yeah, and it's it's a cool topic because it's a topic that's not talked enough about, but mm-hmm. affects so many girls, and Erin's story is cool, and you'll she'll get into it, obviously, but she can get pregnant, and her story mm-hmm. is, it's so much more than the ability to get pregnant, and yeah. she's just been through this for a long time, and I'm really excited for you guys to hear it and kind of yeah. what it's going through and it's all it's, three of us have faced such different levels of infertility and and things in our journeys and yeah, I think it's I, just cool. That's the thing is I think a lot of women probably listen to this podcast and I think many of us have probably gone through something um you know related to either a miscarriage or just trying to get pregnant. I mean something. We all know someone or have gone through it, but everyone's story is so different. So Today was super special, um, you know, being our fifth episode to just carry on this conversation about motherhood. And Erin, she's a blogger, she's an influencer, and currently just opened up about her journey to get pregnant and start a family. So we're going to get into tops and tops, tips, (laughs) tips about blogging and the ins and outs of infertility, the do's and don'ts of talking to people with infertility. So with that being said, let's welcome Erin from A Wink and a Twirl to This Girl Life Podcast. Thanks so much for being here. We're so excited you're here. We can't wait to kind of dive into everything we're going to talk about today. So welcome. Thank you. I'm yeah. super excited to be here with you guys. We had some technical difficulties. Yes. This has been, she's been so patient because I was. We're already on our second glass of champagne because our technical difficulties took so long. But And not complaining at all. <laughs> Yeah. We're here and we're really excited. Um, for those of you who are listening, Aaron and Whitney and I have known each other since high school. We have another SCA in the mix, which yeah. we're excited about. Go Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> so while we haven't con- been connected over the last 10 years, it's fun to reconnect with someone that we knew in high school. So we're yeah. really excited you're here. We're really excited for what you're going to bring to the podcast. I'm pumped. Yeah, I am too. And so you guys might know if you've scrolled through Instagram and you're – you're just – I know – I didn't even know that you had a fashion blog, but I was scrolling through Instagram in San Diego, and I was like, wait, 
I know her. <laughs> so I feel like wink and a twirl, your Instagram and your blog, I, you know, many of our listeners have probably seen you on Instagram if they don't follow you. Oh, absolutely. Because you are, like, you are just all over, I feel like, the Instagram fashion, you know, part. So it's pretty darn successful. Congratulations. Thank How'd you. you start a wink and a twirl? And... I know you transitioned from teaching, so kind of tell us that whole process. Sure, yeah, absolutely. So I have always loved fashion. Um, it's actually really interesting. Like, my biggest fans to, to begin with were my kindergartners when I taught <laughs> kindergarten. <laughs> so obviously I was a teacher, um, and they would comment on my outfits every day. And How it would, cute. It would be like they'd go home, and mm. they'd tell their parents about, oh, you know, at the time, my last name was Wilson. They'd be like, oh, Miss Wilson, um, she had the cutest dress on with these cute, you know, boots. And then, like, a week later, they'd come to school, like, wearing a similar outfit, and, like, to try and recreate oh what I was gosh, wearing. So yeah. it was kind of, like, validated how much I liked to dress up for work yeah. and stuff. So, like I said, I've always liked fashion. Um, but fast forward to I had to leave my job because my boyfriend, now husband, um, was moving to North Dakota to attend law school. So I was sad to leave, yeah. you know, your kiddos, my kiddos, and move to North Dakota, and move to North, <laughs> and move to North Dakota. Which no offense, no, no. If you're from there, it's a cool place, but not technically for me. Yeah, uh, a little cold for me. Um, so we moved up there, and I was just kind of lost. I was in grad yeah. school, taking online courses, and mm. I just kind of sat in our apartment and was like, hmm, like what am I gonna do today? Yeah, and I just like. I had been following other blogs, you know, for years, and I was like, I think I'm just going to, like, make a blog. Like, why not? Why not? You know, I have all this free time, yeah. you know. I've got Brad. You know, he can take my photos, and I can <laughs> post about it. Like, it'll be a fun thing we can do together. So I just came up with a domain name, got my website up. Wasn't pretty by any means. Um, got my matching, you know, social media handles, and then – I just started putting outfits on and posting. Wow. And so how long yeah. ago was that? Okay. So that was back, man, like four years ago, maybe okay. five. Okay. Okay. Um, and I did it for about a solid two years, the whole time that we were up there. Okay. Um, we moved home, and I was full-blown back into full-time teaching, and mm -hmm. I actually stopped blogging completely. Oh, okay. wow. I, like, didn't even post anything for two years oh my god yeah okay. um just with all of the the stress that came with teaching full-time yeah. and then brad and i have been trying to start a family and like the stresses of going through infertility and a, a few pregnancy losses it was just like too much mm -hmm. i couldn't do all of it yeah. it became overwhelming so i just like took a back seat with the yeah. blogging and was just teaching okay um, about a year and a half ago, we decided that I was going to stop teaching to really focus on the fertility stuff yeah. and, you know, eliminate stress. Yes, and, that's Because I was like, thing. well, maybe stress is causing, right. yeah. you know, these issues and maybe I'm pushing myself too hard yeah. and that's why we, you know, lost the pregnancies and stuff. So I quit my job and I was like, my blog's still sitting here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't, you know, delete it. Oh, I yeah. didn't. I just left my Instagram yeah. and I just started doing it again. Cool. And I've been doing it ever since. So it's been about almost, about almost two years again back at it. And wow. you have, you have such like a consistent look and I have like for new bloggers just starting out, we obviously know you have an Insta Insta husband, right? Instagram husband. He takes all your photos. Shout out to yeah. the Insta husbands of the world. Thanks, right. babe. Yeah. But what advice can you give 
new bloggers, new people like wanting to get into creating that fat, more of like a fashion Instagram, fashion blog. Yeah. You just, you have such a look. It just flows. And I swear you have so much content. You post a couple times a day. So how, what (laughs) advice do you have for them? You know, honestly, the biggest thing for me is consistency. Like you mentioned, Mm -hmm. um, I, my favorite bloggers are the ones that I know when they're going to post. Yeah. Like I can count on them like, oh, they're going to post this morning. They're going to post in the evening. Yeah. It's yeah. going to be something I want to see or read about. And right. like those are the ones that I'm drawn to because I feel like I'm really following along with their story. Yeah. More than just, you know, more sporadic posts and things yeah. like that. Um, so honestly, just posting consistently, being, mm-hmm. you know, try to do real life stuff. Yeah. Outfit of the day posts, people yeah, really like they that. They do. Um, doing like a series of, you know, things to wear. Like for Valentine's Day, I'm doing a yeah. ton of stuff like what to wear for Ugh, Valentine's Day. You have some day. cute sweaters, yeah. man. I'm like, <laughs> I think that's the thing that when we kind of started looking at guests we wanted to bring on and Wit kind of brought you to my attention and so then I stalked you and all that fun <laughs> stuff. And But I was just amazed and I love how you just kind of share what you're doing. Like yeah. last night, yeah. if you guys were watching her Insta stories, like you were at the grocery store. And I was like, yeah. I love this. Like yeah. I'm finding myself like so involved in your story. But then like I love that you're posting about what I can wear for Valentine's Day. Like I don't yeah. know. I, you just – you you're super authentic in your presentation of what you're doing. Thank you. So it yeah. comes across as like, wow, you're an awesome fashion vlogger. But like – I was at Fry's with you last night. Like, yeah. I literally felt that, like, hanging Eye out nail with... nail glue. Yeah. yeah, like... <laughs> broke my nail. <laughs> yeah, like, I could totally relate to that. And yeah. I think that's, for me, that was really cool to watch you. Yeah. And it's, like, inspiring to us who are also yeah. influencers and things like that. Like, it's cool to watch you what you do. And, like, you're really yeah. good at it. Thank you. I'm glad you mentioned, like, the authenticity. Yeah. Yes. Um, because that's something that I, I try to really do is be super transparent yeah. and open. And, like, what I do all day, I'm like, all right. Do you want to come? Like, <laughs> yeah. come to Fry's Grocery Store. Yeah. Come to Happy Hour with my husband and I. Yeah, like, yeah. I do really enjoy doing stories and kind of taking everybody along yeah. with us. And then, of course, creating fun content yeah. you know, with my posts and blog posts yeah. as well. Well, It's you, super fun to kind of do it all. Yeah. Well, I mean, and it does. It makes you super authentic. And leading into that, you you have been super open and super honest, um, you know, about your struggle with infertility. And um, I've connected with you because I'm going through that myself. We're just starting that. And so for a lot of you who maybe aren't following Erin or you do, you know that that she has been recently open about it more. You had a blog post, which was incredibly done. I just have to say. Yeah. Um, so if you have not, go, go read this blog post. Um, we'll put it in our show notes. So we wanted you to come on to talk about that. And I think I selfishly wanted you to come on too, to have someone to connect with about that. So, um, and we should say, I wanted to share with our listeners kind of a little bit about infertility, get all scientific and nursey with you. Um, Infertility is the inability to get pregnant within one year of unprotected intercourse. Six months in women for over 35 and three months in women over the age of 40. And infertility is not something that just affects women. About 30%, I think they said were women. 30% were due to male. And then there was a 40% that could be traced back to both of them. So we wanted to give you a little quick, um, you know, Nurse Whitney moment there. Um, (laughs) And I think it's important because we're learning as Mm -hmm. we're going through the podcast journey that it's not something that's talked about 
but it's something that affects so many women. Like, yeah. all three of us have been affected by some part of that. Yeah. You know? And, like, I think that's – it's important to talk about. And you yeah. are, like, so brave about the fact that you share about this all the time. And so for our listeners who don't know you, I feel like are you – if like, I want to hear about it, if yeah. you don't mind. Like, giving us a little brief overview of, like, what yeah. you've been through in the past three years and that journey for you. Sure. Um, so – my husband and I, so it's Brad, I'll just refer to him as Brad, I'll say my <laughs> husband and I every time. So um, Brad and I started trying to get pregnant, I want to say, it's coming up on three years, so about three years ago. Um, we got pregnant right away, so I'm a little bit different of a case, mm-hmm. you know, the, the word infertility, like you mentioned, mm-hmm. is kind of a weird term just because that is the inability to get pregnant, whereas yeah. we are able to get pregnant, so I just kind of use that term because... Yeah. I guess I don't know what else to refer to it as. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. like yeah. it's just kind of like what people know, like yeah. struggling right. to have a baby. Is, yes. You know. Right. So we got pregnant. Um, we ended up losing that pregnancy in the first six weeks. Um, at that time, no one I knew had ever talked to me about it. Wow. I, I mean, I came to find that a lot of people had a sure. first, you know, their first pregnancy did end in miscarriage. But like you said, Kristen, like, it wasn't discussed. Right? Yeah. It's not talked about. Right? It's not. not so I was like, wow, like, what's wrong with me, you know? Like, yeah. how come my friends didn't have one? And I came to find a couple of them did. Like, yeah. It's a little bit more common to have a miscarriage the first time around. So I was like, yeah. okay, like, we, you know, that stinks. Like, we'll try again. So Brad and I tried a second time. Got pregnant. Um, that one made it to about seven weeks, and we lost that pregnancy. At that time, you know... It can happen. You can lose two pregnancies in mm-hmm. a row. It's a little bit more rare. So our doctor was like, our OB said, well, it's been two now. Why don't we, I'm going to refer you to a fertility specialist. Sure. Let's just look around and make sure that there's nothing going on before moving forward. So Brad and I met with our fertility doctor, who is amazing. You know, we use the same doctor. Mm-hmm. He's great. Um, we did every test there was to do, both, you know. On me, on Brad, sure. genetics, like everything. Mm-hmm. And what was what we found was that you guys are fine. Yeah. Which you would think you'd be like, oh yeah, like great, everything's yeah. fine. But really, that's not how I felt it's like at all. The worst one, right? To me, that would be like what? It's it was <laughs> shattering. And yeah. Like my, I remember talking to family, and they're like, oh, that's great. There's nothing wrong. And I'm like, but I want there to be a fix. So you can exactly. fix it. Exactly. Right. I want to right. know what's wrong so that we can adjust something and right. so they were like well we don't really I think we should try again like so they act they did give me a prescription for progesterone okay so yeah. they're like well maybe your you know your uterine lining is a little thin we'll sure. just give you this to help boost it and then maybe that's the trick yeah and so at that time it was two losses Brad and I were at a level where we were tired um, that all took place over the course of about a year and a half. So it was a lot of emotions and a lot of stress, and we just were like, I think we should take a break, you know, just for our well-being. Yeah, and yeah. we had, like, weren't having fun. Right. right. You know, when you get consumed with it's trying to have a baby, mm-hmm. it can be not fun. Yeah, I don't, right. like, hate to say it like we that. We were there. Yeah. But, oh, like, yeah. yes. you don't – it's, like, almost like you're lacking joy yes. in, like, everyday things. And mm-hmm. so – we're like, well, like, let's just take a break. So we ended up taking a six-month break from trying. Um, we went on trips. We got back to just, like, dates and yeah. having fun and not, like, worrying about that yeah. underlying, mm-hmm. like, stress of sure. 
you know, the monthly, am I pregnant this month? And then yep. if you get pregnant, am I going to keep it? Yeah. <laughs> you know, so Absolutely. Yep. it was cool to just take those six months. Have some you, got, you time. We, yeah. yeah. And it was, it was healing and it, yeah. we got back to who we were as a couple. And that I think was, that's important. It was really good for us. Because yeah. you can lose yourself in that. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was just so depressed. Yeah. And yeah. I had then at that point quit my job. And I was like, well, great. I quit my job. And yeah, I, you know. That's a yeah. lot. It I is lo- a lot. I lost another pregnancy. And yeah. so yeah. now what am I going to do? And so in hindsight, that's when I started blogging again. Yeah. But okay. um, so we took that six months off, came back around to it last year, mm-hmm. um, tried. This time it wasn't super easy for us. The first two pregnancies, we did get pregnant right away. This third time took about six months. So I was starting to get a little freaked, you know. Oh, great. Took six months off. Now I can't get pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. Am I old? You know? Yeah, I know. God, is it? Are my eggs older now? (laughs) Isn't that the go-to, though? Because that's – I'm always like, oh, I'm getting older. I'm getting older. And that is such a concern, you know, in my mind. It is in the infertility. It is. You hear so much, like – you know, those statistical numbers, like, oh, right. well, you're this age, and so the percentage of this, and it just, it gets so technical. It and does. You're mm-hmm. cons- constantly thinking, how old am I going to be? Yeah. Right. Like, what You start playing the, like. Yes. 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 Yeah. And so, but we did, we did end up getting pregnant a third time. Um, this time, the doctor's, our OB was a little bit more caring with making sure he was seeing us consistently. Um, we actually, that round, did see a heartbeat. Okay. In an ultrasound. That was okay. the first time we ever got to experience that. Yeah. Which was cool but frightening. Yeah. Um, right. At that appointment, our OB was super encouraging. And he's like, you know, we've seen the heartbeat. It's a 5% chance that anything can happen at this point. 5%. Well, the following week, we came back and the heartbeat was gone. So, of course, I'm going, I'm in the 5%. Yeah. I'm yeah. in that 5%. Like, that's yeah. insanity. You yeah. Know? And I was super angry that. He was so positive, and I let myself kind of get hopeful. Get right. now that I was mm-hmm. excited. I've never mm-hmm. been excited to right. be honest. It's mm-hmm. just there's too much fear at this point. Um, but I let myself have more hope. Yeah. And so we lost that third pregnancy, and at that point, I was just I was pretty shattered, and I was yeah. I can't do this anymore. And so we went back to our fertility doctor, and his his medical opinion was that he believed. While Brad and I don't have any genetic issues individually, Mm -hmm. um, he thought that perhaps the embryos themselves had genetic problems. Sure. Whether that be an egg issue Mm -hmm. or a sperm issue, even though both were okay on On their their own. own. So it's kind of like when everything comes together, is there a problem? Mm -hmm. And so his advice was, well, let's, let's do the IVF, you know, let's do the egg retrieval, Mm -hmm. we'll bring Brad's portion in yep. we'll make the embryos and right. then we'll a lot of people will just transfer an embryo right. at that point but he wanted to check for those mm-hmm. genetic issues what so, is that called do you know what that's called i just you know, listened it's like i there's so many okay. acronyms and things it was just a genetic testing of okay. the embryos so yeah. they they make the embryos they see how many get to a certain mm-hmm. point so sure. that they're testable i think okay. it was like six, six days, days six yeah. days yeah and then the ones that made it that far, they mm-hmm. biopsy them and send okay. out for genetic testing. Okay. So what those results told us was that the majority of the ones that we did test had genetic issues. Okay. So we oh, were left okay. with one that okay. had no genetic issues. Okay. Okay. Um, so we ended up 
just transferring that one good genetic embryo about two weeks ago. Okay. Um, but that first round for us was unsuccessful. I didn't end up getting pregnant from it. Okay. So that's kind of where we're at now. Okay. So three losses and then one failed IVF round. Okay. And we we kind of talked about this. You You're so – just being able to talk about all this. I mean, we first came in here and off, you know, before we recorded, I was saying I went to my first appointment and I was like a disaster. I mean, I was so emotional and you are so, you're just well-spoken and you, you know, the the process of grief, like I think you've processed so much of that already. Where are you at emotionally? Like where, I mean, I think we all fall in different spectrums, right. but yeah. I mean, where are you at in that? It's definitely been a journey as far as the emotional aspect of everything. Yeah. Um, I would say definitely in the beginning, I was a bigger wreck than I am now. And I don't, I only think that's because, like, I, I don't like to use the word numb, but I'm getting used to it. Yeah. Like, I'm just kind of at this point expecting disappointment. Mm-hmm. I know that doesn't sound, like, positive. Well, it's good. real life, man. Yeah. Absolutely. It's and like, so... Yeah. Well, this last week we found out that it didn't work. I did, you know, break down and do the whole ugly cry thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, I just, okay, I did it. I got it out. And Mm -hmm. now I just immediately turned to, okay, what's next? Right, yeah. You know, so obviously I have a huge support system. Brad is literally a saint. Um, Our families are super supportive. Like I said, we have an amazing doctor. And then obviously, like, you know, Brad and my relationship with God has definitely helped solidify that mm-hmm. trust even though at times yeah. I do have anger yeah, and yeah. you know that trust definitely wavers for sure yeah. um but that is kind of what holds me you know I know that at some point I'll be a mom yeah and Brad will be a dad like I know that I just don't know what that looks like yeah but just like having that assurance that we have options and like yeah. if that's truly like the desire for us like that's on our heart I know that God will provide that whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, way that looks like. I think the fact that you can even see that and say that it's, it's so showing of your character and it's really inspiring Mm -hmm. because it's a hard journey. And I think the fact that you have this really positive outlook that it will happen. And I think that's just, it's really inspiring for people that are going through the same thing too. And I think it's really cool. And I think your story, like you have so much knowledge to give and so much advice. I like, just for me, I'm like, Oh my gosh, you're so inspiring. So I think through this, like, what what piece of advice do you give to someone that's listening, that's going through this, and that's struggling, and doesn't have your same head outlook? Space. Yeah. yeah, like you just have a really good head, like a really good outlook. So, what do you yeah. give women going through this? What piece of advice do you give them? The biggest thing I can probably say is try not to do it by yourself. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like a, I know certain people that are going through certain things, whether that is like they're struggling to get pregnant or they've gone through a loss or, or multiple. I see a lot of, like, keeping it to themselves. Almost mm-hmm. like, I don't know if society has done this, but it's almost like a shame. People yeah. feel like we, like, a, yeah. like ashamed almost, like, mm-hmm. that they have a loss mm-hmm. or that people will think that they did something wrong. Yeah. Like, oh, well, maybe they weren't taking care of themselves or, right. you know. Yeah. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so, first of all, no one does anything to cause a loss. I yeah. used to like do that in my head and I'd go over it with the doctor. I'm like, well, did I work out too hard? Yeah. Like, should I not have like ran on the treadmill or, yeah, yeah. you know, was I not 
I skipped mm-hmm. a prenatal vitamin. You know, your yeah. head goes, I mean, that's ridiculous, Absolutely. right? You have a loss because you missed a vitamin. Like, But you're trying to figure it out. Like, yeah. you just want to know. And, and the so first instinct is to blame yourself. And I don't know yeah. why. Because I guess it's your body. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and I think we have some responsibility. Like, there's been responsibility placed on us without us knowing. Like, As we're women. a woman. Yeah. We're supposed to be the baby carrier, the wife, the friend. You know, yeah. we have all this responsibility that society has placed on us. And I think you're right in that, like, society has made us feel that shame yeah. when we shouldn't. And it's just – we were talking, again, off because of our technical difficulties, but <laughs> because um, of Instagram and yeah. because, like, we only see these gorgeous photos of these women pregnant. And, oh, my gosh, the pregnancy test. And mm-hmm. no one is saying – hey, I did have a miscarriage and I'm being real and authentic or hey, I'm struggling with infertility. I, like myself, I was super, I I said to Chris and I asked her a couple months ago, should I share my story? Because I don't know why. And when I just shared mine and I was bawling on Instagram, I had so many people say, wow, I, you know, thank you for sharing. This is so raw, so real. No one does this. And I think that is what's missing. We Mm -hmm. don't see it on Instagram. We don't see it in this stupid world of social media. And so then it's like all this shame. Like, I'm the only one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I can't believe that, you know, all my best friends are pregnant. Well, maybe your best friend didn't tell you she had a miscarriage. Absolutely. Or, you know, Mm -hmm. so as women, we need to speak up. Mm -hmm. And I appreciate you doing that. And that's why this blog post I just thought was so beautiful and – we need to be encouraging one another to to speak up when we have issues or find that support system, yeah. you know? And you even said at the end of the blog post, like, talk to me. Write me if you need help or you have questions or, you know, mm-hmm. come to me. And I think that's incredible. So, you know, I, I don't know. I commend you for Thank you. just being brave, you know? Well, like, I just, you know, I had talked about it with, with Brad. I'm like, you know, I just really feel like, it's time that, like, I just really am super open with everybody. And he's like, well, you know, why do you want to do that? You know, mm-hmm. it's kind of personal, it's private. And, like, because I didn't have anything to to go to yeah. when I started going through it. Mm-hmm. And had I been more aware of, you know, it was common and other women were struggling with it, I feel like it would have helped me process and grieve a little easier, especially in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So now I just want to be super open and transparent for anybody um, for anybody because, you know, mm-hmm. I want everyone to know that it is actually common and yes. they're not alone. And I'm always here if anybody wants to talk. And I've yeah. honestly, since I've posted about everything, I've had just an outpouring of questions, mm-hmm. um, people who want to pray for me or can I pray for them? Mm-hmm. Um, just, you know, do you want to meet up and talk about this? Like local wow. people. Um, so you know, lots of stories have been mm-hmm. coming through much my inbox, and yeah. they've been super encouraging. Um, it's just really nice to be able to talk about it with somebody else that's going through it. Yes. And I feel like a lot of women don't have that. Yeah, mm-hmm. so. for sure. We, we, I was reading a bunch of stuff recently myself, and there's a lot of what not to do, what not to say to people who are struggling with any sort of um, problem around pregnancy or, or fertility. So um, what – what are kind of some of those things of like the do's and don'ts? The do's and don'ts. Like, yeah. what do you not want to hear from someone? Because I know what I don't want to hear, but I want to hear what you, and then I'll share mine. Sure. So, I have a couple different 
scenarios. Mm-hmm. So um, as far as like things that people have mentioned just, you know, on social media and stuff, it's all been super supportive. Um, but sometimes I will receive certain things that don't necessarily pertain to our story. They're mm-hmm. always meant to be super encouraging sure. and stuff. But, um, you know, oh, like, I know so-and-so, you know, they couldn't have a baby. They couldn't get pregnant for 10 years, you know, and, like, it'll happen for you. Which, of course, I 100% appreciate anything, you know, sure, like right. that from anybody. Um, but that's why I wanted to be super open about what specifically is going on because – Obviously, you know, we don't have that exact issue of getting sure. pregnant. So, um, so I guess just making sure that you're aware of, of the story and what mm-hmm. someone's going through. Right. Um, but um, – and then we also have had moments just with, like, nurses and doctors that don't know our story. It's not their fault that they don't know her. You know, we go yeah. to the fertility office. Like I said, our, our situation is a little bit different. So I think the majority of the women that are going into the office, like – can't get pregnant, you know, they can't, they're struggling to get pregnant. And so when we finally do get a positive, they get really excited for us. And they're mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, aren't you just so excited? And like, I want to be like, aha, like just to put on the show. <laughs> yeah, but like yeah. deep down, I'm terrified yes. because, you know, like, am I going to lose this one again? Yeah. So it's just, it's hard. I feel like it's one of those things that a lot of people don't know what to say. Right. For sure. I, yes. But I mean, agree. everyone yeah. always responds so, so sweetly and right. positively. Yeah. Um, and stuff. Yeah. So. I think there's a certain way to just, like, I've had friends go through it, and, like, I know when we lost ours, it was, like, I don't need you to say anything. I just want to know that you're here with me, you know? And that was for Mm -hmm. me, like, when Wit was going through that a couple weeks ago, like, I don't know what to say all the time. But, like, for me, I hope, like, I just want to be that person. She just sat on the phone with me, you know? And was, like, I love you. Yeah, like, I don't know what to say, and, like, you don't know – I didn't know what I wanted people to say to me, but, like, Mm -hmm. I want to know that, like – you're just here with me. That you just care. Yeah. Let them know you care. Yeah. yeah. And I think you know? that for me in the do's and don'ts is like, right. Like, I don't need to hear your advice. I don't need mm-hmm. to hear your suggestions. I just want to know that, like, you'll hold my hand when I'm crying. Really. Yeah. You know? Definitely. Yeah. For what me, about you? What was your do and don't? Well, I think it's, again, you don't know people's stories. Right. And I think that's the biggest thing is we are all so unique. And it's not like... Um, I think if you're uneducated, you may think like, oh, well, if a girl can't get pregnant, it is because of A, B, C, D. Mm-hmm. It's not how that works. I mean, I think that's the easy way out. I think it is the easy way. And yeah. I, I was told my whole life, my whole, um, since I was younger, you're because of things like you're going to have a very hard time getting pregnant. Like I knew going in and then all of a sudden, I got pregnant literally. I was in Guam, which that's a whole nother story coming up, guys. But um, I was in Guam chilling, like just married, total bliss, <laughs> and I got pregnant. And I could not believe it. I, I cry. I was sobbing. I was sobbing because I was like, what is happening? I, could, I just – this was not supposed to happen. And I thought – I thought I would lose. I was guaranteed I didn't have any attachment to her. And I told myself, I've never told, I've never told this to anyone. So I just, I literally was like, if I lose her, I didn't know it was a her, but I was like, if I lose it, I lose it. Like I had no attachment because I just didn't think it would happen. Mm-hmm. I I didn't think I would keep her. And I was like, mm-hmm. meh, whatever. And so, you know, now that I can't get pregnant, people look at me and say, well, you have one, so you'll get pregnant. Like, oh, just relax. Mm-hmm. You, you, you know, once 
Kale's back from deployment, uh, everything will happen. And you're like, hmm, there's so much story to it. Mm-hmm. There's yes. so much backstory. And, and I mean, maybe. Maybe we'll move to Guam again and it will just be <laughs> bliss and we will get pregnant. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah. it's it's self – just people being self-aware. And I mm-hmm. think being on Instagram especially or Facebook, whatever, you are behind a screen, you are behind a computer, so you, people can think they can say whatever they want yeah. and write comments. But – I always say take a pause, pause in every situation before you reach out and just say. There's a human on the other side of this that I'm writing to. Yeah. And that, just think about that. I think like, I think like a lot of what, you know, goes into that is also, like you said, not like to be uneducated, but it's not discussed. Mm -hmm. Right. So like if you haven't been through it, you're just reacting based on what you've seen sure right how it's been depicted right you know right mm-hmm. Absolutely. so if you don't know the ins and outs of how it all works like you know I've been told oh my gosh but you're so young like don't even stress about it right well, I might you know I'm 31 so like okay like yeah like that's still within the good years right of you know we're not right you get to 35 and then they start <laughs> percentages start changing it's a little scary but um right but I yeah. might be 31 but I've been told that my eggs are not and so mm-hmm. right. but you know people don't understand that they don't they don't know that. They just see, you know, oh, my yeah. gosh, she's so yeah. young. Like, yeah. oh, she's fine. Like, yeah. you know. But that's not exactly how it always works. Yeah. Right. So. And I I love, like, I think you, you kind of touched on it earlier, but, like, it's really helped, like, your faith and your relationship with your husband. Yeah. And have you seen this strength in all of those areas? Well, I mean, I can't imagine. Like, I know for us, like, when it happened to Adam and I, it was really hard for us. And I mm-hmm. think it pushed us together because – we were the ones going through it, you know, and like as much as your friends and your family can be there, like they're not the ones grieving. Sure. And for us, I think I saw a strength in that, in like our desire to keep moving forward together. And yeah. like, have you seen that with Brad and with God and like your whole, like, you kind of touched on that a little bit, but how has that helped or not? Or what, how has that done? What has that done to your relationship? So absolutely, I would say it's been a roller coaster ride. Um, Brad yeah. has 100% been my biggest support. Yeah. Um, we have been super strong throughout the entire process. He, like I said, is a saint because there were definitely <laughs> moments in the past three years that I was pretty much a handful. Yeah. Um, emotionally, I had anger. I, you know, had resentment. I right. had fear. And I'm not going to lie, I was kind of high maintenance yeah. for him for Rightfully a while. Rightfully so. Rightfully yeah. So. And so, but he just, man, he just had so much mm. patience with me. Um, and I love hearing that. I know. <laughs> we like, know Brad Seriously, like, it's like shout out to the good husband. Oh, I mean, gosh. that's just amazing. Yeah. I mean, there Go were, Brad. There were just days with fertility shots yeah. that I just didn't even know who I was. Right. Like, they just totally rock your world. I'm and, sure. you know, he's the one who has to give them to me. And, mm-hmm. you know, no one ever thinks about him. It's yeah. like, oh, wow. Oh, like, I just got goosebumps. I know, me too. Like, like, poor Erin. Like, she has to get shots in her butt. Like, oh, man. But, like, poor Brad. Like, he has to do it. You yeah. Know? And there was one night, like, the injection was going so bad. And he accidentally went, like, a little, like, it slipped. And it went too far. And there was blood everywhere. And oh. he was just mortified. And he was just so upset. And I'm like, and I, it was, like, the first time I realized, like, oh, my gosh, like, you're in this too. You, like, yeah. you have to do this. Like, oh, I don't know yeah. if I could ever stick you yeah. in the butt with that shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, and I was just like, you're just amazing. Like, yeah. I feel like a lot of times there's not enough gratitude pushed onto the, the spouse. Yeah. The spouse. For like, sure. It's ha- you know, they always say, it's like, well, it's happening to you, babe. I'm like, well, no, it's, you know, technically it's happening to us. Yeah. Right. Yes, it's my body, but it's, 
You're right? watching it's, it's your, your wife yeah, go through this. It's, right. it's yeah. our babies too. Right. And so um, Steph and I brought us very close, um, also much closer to God. You know, we have to talk with our pastor about it. Mm-hmm. You know, we yeah. pray about it. So having that as like a backing for all of this mm-hmm. is absolutely necessary. Yeah. And I don't know what I would do without Brad and with our faith. And Yeah. Honestly. Well, here's a shout out to Brad. Yes. Because <laughs> so he, he absolutely, yeah, that's amazing. I'm really glad you have that support because I think it's yeah. important for you and for each yeah. other that you guys have each other yeah. like Definitely. that. It's amazing. I think yeah. that's really cool. Well, we, we always end our, our podcast every time with what is the best piece of advice or a tip that you've ever received from your best friends? Because we are, this is all about friendship and best friends, obviously. We're best friends. Yeah. So we want to know what what advice they've given you. thought about this question for a while. I've gotten <laughs> a lot of good advice from a lot of good friends throughout my life. Um, but one just really stood out to me, and that was just, do you. Like, be you. Um, like... <laughs> Whether that's in your relationship, whether yeah. it's in a friendship, whether it's in blogging, your mm. you know your workplace, yeah. if you're trying to be someone that's you're not being true to yourself, like yeah. trying to act like somebody else or be what somebody else wants you to be, like I just honestly think that you can't be happy that way. Yes, um, I've done that in past relationships. Try mm-hmm. to be like this certain person to fit that mold. Yeah, I've tried to do that in work environments. Like, oh well, I'm a little different than them, so I should probably like change myself so that I, like. I'm better, yeah. you know, situated in this team or, yeah. you know, you do it with, yeah. you know, oh, I want to be friends with this girl. Like, yeah. she's so cool. Or, like, <laughs> she's such a cool blogger. Like, yep. we could be, like, really close. But, like, if you find yourself having to, like, change your values or change yes. what you are all about, then that's not really the kind of right. relationship that you want. Right. So that's probably, like, the one that stood out to me is just, like, be super authentic and true to who you I are because love love that. nothing it's... positive is going to come from right. pretending about no, who you absolutely. are. My motto this so. year is, you do you, boo. <laughs> that was, like, my motto yeah. because it's – I'm all about that. I think we don't live in this authentic society anymore and – we crave this is it's why we created this podcast yeah. we crave authenticity and we crave community true and, connection yeah, with people so absolutely. i love that and that yeah. just like Thanks. solidifies why you're here <laughs> yeah you know and why we know our listeners will relate to you and love you and like i think that's i don't know i think it's so cool so yeah. what can we expect from you as you what can we expect from wink and a twirl what what can our listeners look forward to with you in 2019 so for 2019, I'm really hoping that this is the year we're going to get pregnant, it's going to stick, and we're going to start, you know, I'm going to start transitioning a little bit more into the, you know, mommy lifestyle <laughs> yes. kind of stuff. So we're very hopeful that we can start, you know, transitioning and tapping into that kind of content because I'm super excited to start that sort of thing. Um, obviously, more fashion, beauty-related mm-hmm. things, maybe some travel. We'll see. Yes. Cool. Um Brad and I have a cool staycation coming up in a couple weeks, so excited to share that. Awesome. We've even talked about maybe getting into YouTube. Ooh. I know. Just maybe, like, doing some vlogging. Um, So we're kind of, like, doing some research and exploring that. Exploring that as maybe a possibility because 
we have a ton of fun on stories. Yeah. And so I'm like, well, maybe we can like go bigger with this. Well, and you guys are so cute on stories. So I think I think that would transition really, really well for you guys. Why not? You do you boo. (laughs) So I think that's that's really exciting. (laughs) Yeah, we're excited to kind of continue talking about that. Awesome. Good. And give us the scoop. So where can they find you? you. Yeah, and stalk you. (laughs) You can stalk me. Um, on Instagram, my handle is at winkinatoral. And then uh, my website is winkinatoral.com. So you can find me on those places. And don't worry, guys. We will link everything in our show notes. We'll link it in the description. So on our Instagram, so you can stalk her, find her, keep following yes, her. because journey. Yeah, I know there's a lot of good stuff for you Thank and you. Brad and your family and your blog and your Instagram. And I think it's going to be a good year for you. Yeah. It's going to be a good year for all of us. Yeah, guys. we're really excited to follow along with your journey. And, <laughs> thank yeah. you. Yeah. So thank you for being here. Thank yeah, you so much thank for Thank you so much. Hey guys, before you go, don't forget to subscribe to This Girl Life podcast on iTunes. And make sure to hit us with that five-star review because you know we love a good review. Also, you can find This Girl Life on Instagram at at TGL Podcast, where you can find all of the updates, our fun guests, and any news TGL. You can go to our website and you can find us on YouTube. We can't wait to see y'all soon.